Hey everyone, welcome to Grafted. I'm Sam. I'm Tom. And on this episode, we're gonna talk about the resurrection of the dead, heaven, hell, yeah, and global social justice. So stick around and learn how to not die twice. Today we're talking about the resurrection from the dead and our question is, is our ultimate goal to go to heaven? I mean, I wanna to go to heaven. Everybody wants to go to heaven. <laughs> Nobody wants to die. <laughs> so, of course, we want to go to heaven. Right. But is that our ultimate, our final destination? Mm -hmm. No. Mm. So, where are we going with this? Yeah, we want to find out and tease apart what the ultimate goal really is. Are we just going out of here and up to there? Um, do I get to build my mansion? That whole thing. You got a mansion? <laughs> Absolutely. Big house. Do we get mansions? I don't know. That's an interesting translation from the King James. I'm not sure if we really get mansions, but let's look at a scripture and see what it says about yeah. this final uh, destination, if you will. Let's do it. So Philippians 3 verse 10 is where we want to start. It says this, My aim is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings becoming like him in his death, if somehow I might arrive at the resurrection from among the dead. Hmm. So I love this passage because at first it says two things. It says that you will know him. Yeah. So knowing Yeshua is this really important quest, okay, yep. to know him. And then it says the power of his resurrection. Mm -hmm. Now that's interesting. The power of his so we're talking about resurrection life. Yeah. So the goal then is resurrection life, not just going to heaven. Mm -hmm. And it's it's interesting too that we're talking about his resurrection, and even in that context, it's saying, well, if we're talking about his, that means there's ours too. Right. So we're pointing to his, and we're emphasizing his resurrection. Yeah, and resurrection's really important to our faith. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's one of the foundations mm. of the faith. And that's what it says in Hebrews 6. Yeah. So let's turn to Hebrews 6 because we actually see several foundations of the faith. And in it, we see the resurrection of the dead, which you don't usually think about as one of these foundations. So... Hebrews 6, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, leaving the basic teaching of the Messiah, let us move on towards maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of trusting God, of teaching about immersions, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. So here we have resurrection of the dead, and the writer of Hebrews is saying that this, again, it's a right. foundation of the faith mm -hmm. and it reminds me how uh, when you're in Jerusalem if you look on the Mount of Olives yeah. you see that there's all these graves do you remember that yeah I do there's just tons and tons of graves mm -hmm. and that graveyard or that cemetery goes back 3,000 years actually so you wow. have Jewish people that are buried there for 3,000 years still today they're being buried there why because they're so uh, looking forward to mm. the resurrection of the dead and the coming of the Messiah that he'll set up his kingdom in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount. And they know he's going to set his feet down on the Mount of Olives. Wow. 
Wow. So the resurrection of the dead in Jewish thought is very central hmm. to their understanding. So they're just trying to get as close as they can, basically. Is that is exactly? That they want to like I want to be there when wow. it all happens. Wow, that's really interesting. Okay, so question then: Which dead people are going to get resurrected? The good or the bad? <laughs> right. That's good. Like, so this is the really kind of strange part. People right. don't think about this, but. All dead people get resurrected. So That's interesting. good people get resurrected yeah. and evil people, everybody gets resurrected. And we don't talk about this very much. No. So the resurrection of the dead is talking about everyone in mm. this foundation of the faith. And actually, Yeshua talks about it quite a bit in the Gospels. And I want us to read a passage from John 5. Because he makes it really explicit in this text. John 5, 28. He says, Do not be amazed at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good will come to a resurrection of life, mm -hmm. and those who have done evil will come to a resurrection of judgment. Wow. So here we have Yeshua himself saying, right. all these people in their graves will hear this voice mm -hmm. and they're all going to be resurrected, some to eternal life and some to eternal judgment. Wow. 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 Like you don't really hear that too often. It's, it's the resurrection of both. It's the resurrection of evil people and it's the resurrection of good people. And Yeshua says it right there, plain in the text, clear as day. So we, our goal and our aim then is mm -hmm. what? Resurrection life. We right. want to be these people that are resurrected unto life. We want to be these good people, yeah. it says. Yeah. And how do we know what good is? Well, we follow Yeshua and his commandments, right? Yeah. And we can become and knowing him, it says in the Philippians passage. And then we get to enter into the power of his resurrection. Yeah, and that reminds me too of uh, John 14. When he says that, Yeshua says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's all right there. It's like he's the way to walk in. He's the truth. That's how we know righteousness is by mm -hmm. following him. And when we do those things, we're with him. He's the life. It's eternal life. So we're talking about the resurrection of the dead, talking about some deep stuff. And as always, we'd love to hear your comments, any questions. And so you can always post those below. We try to read them every single week and we will respond to you. Uh, but like I said, we're talking about the resurrection of the dead. These are kind of heavy topics. Uh, and when we're talking about death, there's usually kind of two camps that people fall into. And you either have this camp where people don't want to talk about death. They're either afraid of it. It's kind of this thing that you just don't talk about. Um, or there's this over fascination with death and almost this zombies, right? Almost this like creepily lustful desire to talk about death. And you, I mean, you see that zombies in zombies and movies and all sorts of different stuff. But really there's this oversimplification of talking about the afterlife or talking about heaven and hell. And really what we want to do is, is to kind of talk about this in a biblical way. And so the resurrection of the dead is the resurrection of all the dead. Right. Yeah, it's easier just to say, okay, when you die, you either go to heaven or mm -hmm. you die and you go to hell. But the Bible actually has a lot more going on. It's not that simple. Right. And so, for example, mm -hmm. we'll look at here is that 
when somebody's wicked and evil and they don't love and know God, they die, but then they're resurrected and they die again. Oof. So you die twice. You don't want to die twice. You don't want to die twice. So let's look <clears throat> at the passage here. I'm in Revelation 20, verse 14. It says this. this is, we're at the end of the book here. This is final judgment. It says, Then death and Hades or Sheol, were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Mm. So here we have the second death, where death itself and Hades are thrown into the lake of fire. So this is, is not good. Bad news. For the wicked and the unrighteous. Right. Okay, so what about hell? What's the difference between hell and Hades? Right, we don't even see hell in this passage, do we? No. So what's going on here if you mm -hmm. die and you go to hell? So now we have to really jump into it a little bit. So hell in the New Testament is a translation of Gehenna. Mm. Okay? So Gehenna is really it's referring to a physical location. So it's called the Valley of Hinnom. Hmm. So just south of the old city of Jerusalem, you have this valley. Right. And this valley was where they would uh, burn their trash. So it's, it's associated with fire. Hmm. And it's also this, this symbolic of burning, therefore. Right. And in the Old Testament, you have several passages that actually talk about in this exact valley is where they sacrifice their children Oof. to Baal. Okay, so this is where child sacrifice mm. historically took place was in Gehenna. Mm. All right, mm. so you could see why Gehenna has this symbolic connection to hell or mm -hmm. or final judgment or fiery judgment destruction. Right, mm -hmm. you can see where this connection came from and why when we think of hell today yeah that is what we think about but so is is hell the same as hades then so well that's a good question so before we jump into that let's let's look first at what yeshua says because i think okay. this will help us kind of tease out yeah what gehenna really means and you can see it in the text so if we turn to matthew 10 28 and do not fear this is yeshua talking do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Instead, fear the one who is able to destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Wow. So again, Yeshua actually talks about Gehenna, mm -hmm. which some Bibles will it'll translate it hell there, mm -hmm. quite a few times. But like you're saying, hell isn't necessarily Hades. Right, right. So what is Hades then? Yeah, it gets a little confusing there. Yeah. So Hades is the grave. Okay. Hades is the uh, the abode of the dead. It's, it it holds the dead. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not a good place in that sense. It's dark, and even in uh, Greek mythology, Hades is one of these characters of death. Right. And right. so it's this characterization of the grave. Mm -hmm. And in 
the Old Testament, you have a, a similar word called Sheol. Mm -hmm. So you might have heard that word as well. Right. So Sheol and Hades are referring to the same thing. Mm -hmm. But then hell is, is different than Hades and Sheol. Mm -hmm. So what is hell then, Sam? Well, I mean, it's, let's just put it bottom line. It's a place you don't want to go. Yeah, you don't want to go to hell. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to go to hell, Hades, Sheol, right. any of those things. It's that's like that's the no-go zone. Right. Post-resurrection, uh, the saints, the people who love God, they go to heaven. Right. Okay. But everyone else goes to Hades. They they go to Sheol. Yeah. And so then we see at the end of the book. Mm -hmm. Okay. This passage we just read. I'll read it again. Back to Revelation twenty it says. Then death and Sheol mm -hmm. were thrown into the lake of fire. So if people go to hell, which it seems like that hell is where Hades is. Right. Okay. Uh, so, but then Hades is thrown into the lake of fire. Or you could say hell is thrown into the lake of fire mm -hmm. at the end. So, because mm -hmm. we have a second death. So even if somebody goes to hell now, there's a second death. They right. get thrown into the lake of fire. So if hell is fire now, then there's some sort of other fire right. that they're resurrected from hell unto this judgment in the lake of fire. Right. Right. The problem with our goal of the final destination being going to heaven is that it's an oversimplification of what's really going on in the biblical text. It, it doesn't emphasize justice whatsoever. And if we don't emphasize justice, we're actually oversimplifying who Yeshua is. Because not only is he the lamb, but he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, so the resurrection of the dead, emphasizing that, points to the fact that there will be judgment. Yeah. So that's why everyone gets resurrected mm -hmm. unto judgment. In fact, it also points to the fact that there's uh, life beyond this. There's this right. eternity in mind because we don't get to see all of justice in this age. No. And so we need to have this uh, understanding and perspective mm -hmm. of eternity. Mm -hmm. And then also what's really interesting is that in Hebrew and in Greek, the word justice can also be translated as judgment. Wow. So you can't actually have justice right. without judgment. Yeah. Again, this is why this is one of the foundations of the faith mm -hmm. because when all everybody's crying out for social justice, for sure. What they're really saying is we need judgment. Yeah. The problem is is that Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter are now becoming the arbiters or the judges right. of what's right or wrong. And I was thinking about this every day it's like who even within Facebook is in charge of what gets to be decided? They're not even like credentialed. No. It's like we don't even know who these people are. No, no. We have to have that standard of righteousness, that standard of what justice is. And just people making up whatever justice they want, it doesn't work. We have to have the judge be the judge. Yeah, we don't want some humans deciding this. No way. I know humans. Right. That doesn't seem like a good idea. I am a human. <laughs> That's not a good idea. So what's really uh, significant is in Scripture, the return of Yeshua 
is when this global day of social justice right. happens. It's right. when it all comes together. Right. This is when we have the resurrection of the dead. Yeah. So all of it takes place uh, together. So let's look at this passage in Revelation eleven fifteen, And we're at the final trumpet. This is the seventh trumpet. This is the return of the Lord. It says, Then the seventh angel trumpeted, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his anointed one, and he shall reign forever and ever. Amen. And the twenty-four elders seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We thank you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was. And I just pause here. I love this because it omits and who is to come. Oh, wow. You notice that? I never noticed because that. Because he has come. Wow. Right? Oh, so, man. Who is and who was because you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations were enraged, but your wrath has come and the time for the dead to be judged. To reward your servants, mm -hmm. the prophets and the holy ones, and those who fear your name, the small and the great, and to destroy the destroyers of the earth. Wow. So here we have the, the resurrection. We have unto judgment mm -hmm. at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. So we get rewarded right. if you're the righteous and you are destroyed if wow. you are wicked. Yeah, it's the it's the judgment of the righteous. It's the judgment of the evil. It's it's the resurrection and the and the judgment of both. Right. This is justice. Yeah. Right? So we need justice. There For is sure. so much pain and brokenness mm -hmm. and just things that 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 God has to make right. It's not enough for us to just be like we're out of here. Right. It's like no, there's a lot that's happened for thousands of years that he needs to make right. And yeah. there will come this day of reckoning right. for the unrepentant wicked. Right. And this is significant and foundational. It's so foundational that it says in Psalm 89 and it says in Psalm 97 that righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Right. Righteousness and justice. So what happens? He comes back at this last trumpet and he is what? Establishing righteousness and justice. Yeah. Not in heaven. It's already in heaven. Yep. And he's bringing it to the earth. Yeah. And this is so amazing too because to me it, it points to the fact that God is not a passive God. And so he's active, he's working, he's, he's doing this now. Mm -hmm. He's establishing righteousness and justice through his body, but in the end, it will come and it will be this real, tangible reality mm -hmm. as it covers the earth, his kingdom covers the earth, his rule covers the earth from Jerusalem to right. the ends of the earth. But again, it's, it's the fact that he's not this passive God, mm -hmm. and that actually gives us hope. Mm -hmm. Because if we, if we look at him and know that he is who he says he is, then we actually have the hope that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Right. Yeah, so yes, we want to go to heaven. Yes. But our ultimate goal right. is that we would be resurrected unto life, unto eternal life 
with Yeshua. Amen. Thanks for watching this episode of Grafted. Please subscribe if you want to see more content like this about God, the Bible, and why Israel matters. And remember, Jerusalem is a nonprofit that creates messianic media content for free. So if you want to partner with us, check out our website. Have a great. <laughs> <laughs>